Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varro, and with me today, Luis representing the CDN, and we have a guest. We have uh, Wizo Vasquez, the founder and creator of Footmex Nation, the host of the Mexican Soccer Show, and he also does work with uh, the marketing jersey. He's the uh, multicultural marketing and digital, and digital director. Wizo, welcome to the Chivas del Norte podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Hello, hello, hello. Finally, so after, all these, after all these years, I get kind of be in the <laughs> mythical uh, Chivas del Norte. You know, you guys have been mentioned in Telemundo. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am now part of this, my little... Uh, NB- NBC Sports. NBC, NBC Sports. Uh, no, man, it, it's definitely a pleasure. I've been following you guys, got a chance to meet you guys, and now finally be part of this podcast. It is my pleasure, amigos. I'm just jealous of the intro of borrow gives everybody <laughs> i'm about to quit intro, and come back man. as a guest i'm like it's quite the intro i'm like all right yeah okay cool awesome <laughs> you come back as a guest i love it <laughs> no nah, man we gotta we gotta hype up our our guests so they're uh, enthusiastic throughout the pod man good good you don't want boring guests giving you uh you know the i got it i got you i got you i'll take <laughs> some notes that's why now. we didn't invite tom you know, Tom Marshall <laughs> or Cotty. We didn't want boring guests. We, we, we saw Amy. Yeah, yeah. We, we saw the we saw the birthday shout out Tom gives. He's like, looks like someone's holding up a gun to him. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, Tom will give you lots of good stuff. Actually, he doesn't say good stuff anymore. But no, no. no. And then Cotty, Cotty was too busy. Uh, let, be honest, guys. I was like your third, right? Like you were like, Cotty, are you available? And Cotty's like, No, I have my own podcast, so I'm not gonna be on yours. And they're like, All right, who else can we go down the Leon line? There's only one more. <laughs> We'll go with the Wiesel. It's him. He's available. It's, so it's two okay. in the world. It's two in the world. Like... I, no, there's more out there, but I gotcha. It's okay to say that Cotty would. You, you got denied by Cotty. We've had Cotty on the pod. So we're like, let's find a new little fan, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think she's at a war with herself because that was a part of her deep down that like likes Chivas. So we're like, let's not bring <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think that's what you guys do. I love it. I love it. I think if, if you see an enemy. You automatically throw like I think you love Chivas. I see you. I see you do it, Connie. I see you do it, Amy. So I I, I see it, and it, it's it's a really great ploy because you know what are they gonna say? No, that's what they're supposed to say. <laughs> it's the psychology of CDN is really what drives this podcast. Yeah, I'm positive Amy's a Chivas fan. Now. <laughs> see, she's def- definitely a Chivas feminine fan. Yeah. <laughs> She definitely is. Yeah, she she she's a family fan of all the teams. I don't think there's a team she hates. Like so. That's true. So yeah, we saw you're doing. You know, you just started with the marketing jersey, and you represent three Chivas Femenil players currently. You represent um Janely Parias, Maria Sanchez, and uh, Norma Palafox. Can you like just tell us like a little about the work you guys have been doing and stuff? Uh, yeah, actually, it's four. Miriam Vanessa. Oh, is she signed too? Ooh, okay, yeah, she's also know that. part of it. So I have, I have, yeah, she was a recent, recent sign. Ah, okay. Uh, but um, uh, no, I am in the clouds sometimes when I get to interact in with with specifically with the Chivas players, which um I have great relationships with, uh, specifically Janelli, and uh, now now more Norma. But uh, yeah, you know, you when you go in, you analyze the game, and and have I've been on that side of you know trying to paint the story of what's happening with Liga Mekis and now Femenil to working with Marketing Jersey and working directly with players in campaigns and, and helping them with, um, you know, projects that they have when it comes to marketing and in their careers. And, you know, got a chance to recently, 
go to Guadalajara, although in this pandemic felt like I found a bubble where it wasn't as crazy as it is now. And it was just kind of ending. And I'm like, all right, better go over there to get some work done. But like I said, it's, it's to me is just, it's, I sometimes don't, don't believe how, how the access I get and also just how, you know, human and, and how awesome these, these players are internally for what they want to do, what they want to accomplish outside the field. And then obviously what they do on the field. So it, it's awesome working on, on everyday projects and, and helping them out. Pretty cool, man. Was this trip to Guadalajara the FIFA trip that we all saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a chance to. <laughs> Maria just thanked me. It's funny because we're sitting there. We're sitting there. Uh, Danelli is is doing. You know, she loves to cook for everybody, and she was like, "Hey, Luisa, I know you're. You know, you're vegetarian. Now we'd love to, to to make some something for you." And I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." She's making amazing nopales, uh, quesadillas and nopal con con queso, obviously, because you know, you know quesadillas. Yeah. yeah, just <laughs> just checking, just guessing, just check. And uh, and then all oh, of a sudden man. Maria comes out and comes in and just and she's like, "We so do you play FIFA?" And I'm like, "I'm horrible." If you remember when we did the whole FIFA tournament, right? Yeah. yeah, I didn't play. Like <laughs> I was the announcer. I was like, "Yeah, make sure because I am bad." Ever since like that came out, I think I'm, I was really good at PSP FIFA, and then it just didn't translate to the regular uh, on Xbox or PS. Anyway, so she, I'm like, "I'm really bad," and she just spanked me, you know. Um, and so she's always looking for somebody to to play so uh so she's because she's like i beat everybody here so i was wondering if you can play and she's like oh never mind you're not good <laughs> so, so, yeah. yeah when you made that when you made that post i think we were recording as you made the post and i read it and i found hilarious there was one comment under the post that you made and it's funny, somebody just said we so why don't you try getting good at the game <laughs> yeah, no no I, i'm bad like i'm just, <laughs> just bad it, it's one of those things that if you didn't start like younger and kept kept playing every year by the time it's just embarrassing if i get four zero five zero when i play like actual normal players and i'm older so i just <laughs> automatically say i'm horrible i know and my whole family which i love soccer my whole life has been involved in football somehow they're always uh-huh. like how are you this bad on something that you love and i'm like i don't know i just i don't know and i don't want to try anymore so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't want to try anymore i don't try anymore so i'm just bad Oh, yeah, that's, that's, awesome, that's, that's awesome, man. Um, I've I've seen um some of the work you guys have been doing with Janelli, and like it's like really groundbreaking stuff. Like I've watched the the webinar with Harvard. I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to check out her TED talk yet, but mm-hmm. um, just that Harvard seminar was like that was awesome to watch. Like I wasn't expecting it to be like so open. It was like it was really deep stuff. Yeah, it's you know between the men and the women, it's like the female players and and it's like they're not afraid to be outspoken because they have to be right? right they're always fighting in some way to try to get right. you know the attention that it deserves and it's kind of on a positive note the fact that you know Danelli is so outspoken uh norma does so many extra things outside the field like they have to do that extra stuff in order for them to be relevant in order for them you know and financially get gets get compensated in the way that professional players should so the good thing about uh, working the market in Jersey is that you know that we get a lot of requests from lots of players that need to be represented, but we try to limit it to, to people that have that same mentality of you know doing that extra because they you know they want to go forward into their careers, and yeah, it, it brings us to projects and and talks and TED talks and you know uh, someone like Danelli you know talking in, in harbor and so open like you said. And just great experiences all around. And I just, um, you know, I, I I listen to it. And every time she speaks, you know, there's something new that I learn. And even though I've spent a lot of time with her, it's there's always something new. So it's 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 really, really 
um, yeah, I, I, again, again, I'm sometimes just kind of like, wow, <laughs> as a fan and then as someone as a human being, just kind of just in awe sometimes of the work that, that they're doing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing stuff you guys are doing and, you know, just looking forward to, to more of the work you got, you guys have planned for the future. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, but, um, all right, so I guess we can move on to the reason we really have you on, Weasel. You are, hey. you are a Leon fan. Oh, I thought I was talking about Chivas America. I'm celebrating. So. <laughs> Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. Uh, you know, it's. I think when you say like, "Hey, I think you're you're a, you're a Chivas fan." Like, if you're not an America fan, I don't necessarily think. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe Atlas. Of course, Atlas. I don't necessarily think you like hate Chivas because it's. I've always said that if if Chivas wins, like that's national team material. Like, there's is gonna go. You know what I mean? If if you look yeah. at. You know the the team Buffalo had with Osvaldo. How many national team players were there? And it was like, you know, in, in that final, I was like, dang, they won, and wow, the national team is going to get, you know, it's going to be better. So internally, for me, if obviously I would be devastated if Leon loses, and but if Chivas winning, you're kind of going, all right, like you know, Chicote, what what he did, we're like, can't wait till that translates to the national team, right? You know, so you so internally, if you're a Mexico fan. There's got to be some form of like that you kind of want Chivas to do okay, and that's I've always said that even though they're not my team, I don't you know I have nothing to do with Guadalajara, but uh, when you beat you know uh, a supposedly you know the favorite, uh, especially uh, you know Aguilas, the fan base that they bring in you know it's kind of like you know Odiendo's más, so it's even though you were on there and I saw all these posts because all you guys I, I think the Chivas fan base on Liga MX is the, is the funniest most hilarious <laughs> you guys all know what from Fernando to Rigo to all of you man I'm dying in all the things that you guys post right and you were just so obnoxious after winning but you kind of <laughs> go you kind of go you know if you're going to be obnoxious be obnoxious towards the America because America fans because they are obnoxious when they win so I was like yeah go for it go to it so congratulations uh, I'm sure all the you know aside from from uh, what's the, the podcast it's still uh, the the America podcast Ivan who's always really like you know suicidal oh, after a loss like, <laughs> you know he's always like oh this happens I'm like because he doesn't really boast this much I would say no, Ivan is like this Ivan is like this the the nicest America fan there is so you kind of feel bad for him but everybody else you know who well you know as well there you go so congratulations <laughs> guys uh, thank you it's been it's been a crazy it's been a fun crazy weekend and like you said it. it Especially being against America and in the playoffs, eliminating, beating oh, them yeah. both games with those golazos, it was just like a perfect like tornado of everything. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it felt good to boast that. Especially in, in the history that Piojo has had, Piojo has done really well against U.S. You know, the, yes, I mean, he I, does. I, and you know, you you look at I think I think even against Guadalajara, just his teams. Yeah, for some reason, he's always been really good against them. So um, I did not have Chivas going through. I, in fact, the only time I've ever lost money was these last games when I'm like, hey, I, I guess I can bet on these games. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll, I, you know, I'm going to go with, with, with the favorites. It was horrible. I shouldn't have done that. So, um, But no, congratulations, guys. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, you know, obviously we always pick Chivas to, to win any series they're going into. And uh, yeah. this America series, uh, I wasn't feeling the most confident, but, you know, team came back and proved me wrong. Luis always thinks we're going to win. <laughs> no matter who we play, he always every every start of the season he says, uh, "Yeah, we're gonna go undefeated this season." <laughs> I miss having that. I really do. I miss having that because hey, you guys were close. 
Yeah. Well, this no, okay, there's Leon, right? Who is just yeah. But I, I feel like in my teams, I I miss having that much. Like I never, my teams are not necessarily the best teams ever. So it's like, if, do you feel like that about like Mexico too, or is it Chivas? No, I, it's Chivas. Yeah. Okay, it's Chivas. <laughs> no, Mexico. I'm the I'm the opposite. Like. I was the one who I couldn't believe that Mexico beat Germany. Like I'm like, there's no way they're gonna beat okay, Germany. Okay, well, no, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, no, but there's people that believed, and I'm like, even with the goal, I was like, no, we're not gonna win this game. We're not gonna win this game. I know how this ends already. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I've been heartbroken too many times. <laughs> it's true. Oh man, it's true. I mean, it's the same thing with Chivas, though. Like, we've had our our share of heartbreaks with Chivas. Of you know, we people. Um, what game was it? The Nakaxa game where the goalie had a header and then, you know, we post a gif and then somebody sent, sent us a picture of the uh, Pachuca goalie, Calero, when he had that header, last minute header against us. Yeah. And I was like, that's unnecessary. Like, why you got to trigger us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, it's like you have had heartbreaks, but you guys have suffered. Like, you suffered you, a lot. You suffered a ton, man. Like, I, I feel bad for, like, she was in, like, <laughs> Especially, you know, you're this. I would say this generation of, of of Chivas fans who, you know, Chivas is great, but they're definitely not great right now. Like you know the history, you know the type of, but it's and they, the the time that you don't think that they're gonna win, you know, they win it all, right. you know, or they win a championship where you're like, what, how? <laughs> but the times you're like, okay, we finally got something back. You're just, you know, you almost relegated like you just you you have gone from the ups to the downs and there's i don't think there's a team out there um that that is that suffers more like the chivas fan base and that's that's been like this season too it's like yeah. when we when we went into the season when you saw all the signings that they life brought in i'm like when i go man by man i'm like damn this roster should be, we should do really well this season and then the season starts and it's not the case it's not playing well and then uh uh, the team's just not functioning, whether it's the formation or the style of play. And even at the end of the season, we weren't doing looking that well. And then we get into the playoffs and we start winning games. You you kind of – it's kind of always been that way. Ever since I can remember when we're – Tom and I have always just in the podcast when we're trying to just like, what is wrong with Chivas? Look at the players that they have. They have good players. They have a good coach. They Why doesn't hey, – there's always either something outside of it, right, from – People in the you, you know that that run Chivas around there, although they got a problems, everything outside of it that was kind of in there. But now it's you have the players, and again, it's when you least expect expected Chivas all of a sudden it gels, and then you know it's euphoria for Chivistas. I'm not saying that's how it's starting to feel right now. I'm just saying it's starting <laughs> to feel starting to feel good, Weasel. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Hopefully it's a good game, but. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can get into like um, team news. I think uh, I know we want to look at how each team is coming into the series, specifically like injuries and even COVID cases. Unfortunately, now you know, given the situation we're in, um, I know Chivas has a couple of injuries. Angulo will be out. Saldivar will be out. We have rumored that Conejito Brizuela has tested positive for COVID. The team or the player has not confirmed it, but a lot of reporters are tweeting on the side that it's Brizuela. And then today it was reported that uh, Chapito Sanchez has been separated from the team because he's roommates with whoever the player that has tested positive for COVID is. So he might miss the game if he comes back positive for COVID. So, you know, Luis, Luis, every time we record an episode, like 
right after immediately like some bad Chivas news breaks and the COVID test happened after we recorded yesterday. The jinx continues. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe like we're in the playoffs and and it's popping. Well, I guess you can't believe it, right? Because I think when the season started and and the whole thing with COVID, I'm like, it's sooner or later, it's gonna, it has to come back in the playoffs to bite somebody. Uh, it just so happened to be us right now, but yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks for the team. Yeah, we feel on, on we okay though. Yeah, I hope so. But um, I know we don't really know much about other Liga MX teams. That's why we like to invite fans from other teams. <laughs> we so what is um. What's Leon looking like coming into the series? You know, uh, I think I also have a COVID case. Yeah, today. Yeah, right. They so reported it. it. Was, they reported it, and I think it's Avion Ramirez. Oh, if is it? It's, uh, wow. If, it's, if we're trying to figure out, I was trying to look for it, because at first I'd be able to something. Coaching staff actually don't quote me on that, but I'm trying to figure out where I Breaking, I breaking news. We so said it here it. first on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's Avion Ramirez who's, who's going to be there. Oh, he's been playing well for he's you guys. Also, yeah, which I'm just like now looking at. Yeah. It, I'm like, man, I'm like, dude, I'm looking at this at this news from El Sol de Leon. So, um, you know, it's it's as far as as far as you know, losses. It's it's. I mean, there were so many changes in the first game because of, um, you know, Yari Moreno and Osvaldo Rodriguez and, and the defense, and it kind of worked, and it kind of worked for. Or Nacho Ambriz, so it looks like you know from at least if this is not confirmed, we shouldn't have any major major changes from the you know from the from the vuelta as far as Leon. But uh, for Chivas is you know it's huge if Isaac was if Conejito Brizuela is not now that it's it's mm-hmm. part of it because I think you know in La Banda is that's a way especially that's that's it's it's concerning for you. It's not concerning, but. You know, I think it's like you said, some breaking news comes in and it just kind of, uh, you have to deal with it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like news on top of news. We have the injuries and it's funny. I forgot who tweeted out yesterday. It said like players, like the fans have been asking for, not for we saw that they get benched, but all season long, we're like, he's just not what he used to be. He's not what he used to be. And now he's confirmed to maybe miss the, the next few games and people are like, oh my God, what are we going to do without Conito Vizuela? Yeah, like we've been saying, you know, Brizuela's not a starter anymore. And, you know, he, he'd be probably better coming off the bench. But when we saw the news, we're like, crap, another one? Like, we can't afford more players to keep going out. And then Vega and Macias are just coming back from injury. So they're probably not going to start the first leg. And I'm unless it's like super necessary, they'll probably start second. But we can't rush them back either. Hey, Oliva's got to get a goal sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to happen. <laughs> Streak, streaks are meant yeah, to be yeah. broken, right? <laughs> hey, he had a good game. He did. He did exactly what he's supposed to do. When I saw him on the line, I'm up. I'm like, well, Busichis knows why he's got him in there, and it was perfect because you know you need that scrappiness that he had. It's like I feel like when Oliva's there, the defenses are like, I don't know how he's going to play, but you know you can't. I think I think people worry about Oliva when he's when he's playing and the defenses just because of what he can do, and I think he did. He had a great game. I think he had an assist, right? Yeah, yeah, he had an assist. Yeah. So, and he should have had, had a goal if he was just a little bit faster. I think he got faster. He probably would have been able to score. He got like tired out on yeah. that counterattack. He started. He like his legs just but came he out. Got, but he he made a perfect run to get wide open for Antuna, and Antuna just never gave it back to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what Oribe is at this age. It's, that's what I said too. I was like, for his age, for his skills, at the age he has, he did well. That's what he he does. What he's supposed to do. 
Yeah, no, yeah. I, I thought that that's exactly where you needed him. But I'm looking at it. I, I think all the hasn't been. You guys have no injuries from, going into the game? Aside from uh, Yara Moreno might, you know, still kind of in the air to come in. But it looks like from what I'm getting, it is Avion Ramirez, which would be which would be pretty bad because uh, I think we're going to need. Who's on the right side in Chivas? I mean, it's it's going to uh, be. At the left know? back? Yeah, which I was on my notes. I'm just like, I'm doing yeah. that. Holy crap. You know, it's like you need somebody there. So um, it'll be interesting to see if it's confirmed because that's I don't see anybody that could come in, especially how well he's playing. <clears throat> so there we go. Bajas is COVID somehow. You always, you're playing against COVID too. And, he's... Yeah, so and then crazy. what worries is like the lingering too is they tested positive. Who knows in the next couple of days if any other players will test positive. I mean, we hope yeah. not, but, but the way COVID works, it's like, you know how it is. It just lingers from one person to another. Yeah, right? Like, that's what I was thinking. I mean, when you have COVID here you're in your job, everyone starts getting tested, and then you start getting quarantined. In Mexico, it's like, give you COVID. Keep playing. We'll see. <laughs> Keep going until you test positive. Uh, what else are you going to do? I mean, the NFL's going through a COVID case there, you know. So it's, uh, it's well, just... I mean, look at what happened in the World Series. The guy got pulled mid-game. He's like, oh, you got COVID. No, you got mid- to leave. Mid celebration, they just yanked. Yeah, well, no, he got he pulled, it. and then he just ran to celebrate. <laughs> he He's like, F it. He's like, whatever. I was like, that's so crazy. Like, and typical then... Dodger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go, you guys are from California, so you're good. Nah, but a lot of our <laughs> fans are. <laughs> the West Coast is like all our listeners. We'll make sure to... <laughs> you guys don't follow Weasel. We'll make sure to. Tag no, you. yeah, I hate the Dodgers. I'm from like the Diamondbacks. Like, oh, you might hate. You know, so I used to hate the Yankees more, but then hey, the oh, you from like hit. the Randy Johnson. Curtain. Yeah, I mean, uh, we okay. hate the Yankees. I'm like, you know, it's on the World Series. It's like the only team that's ever given me a, a championship, <laughs> outside from Leon in my in my team. So when it comes to like the Dodgers and Diamondbacks, I hate the Dodgers. <laughs> but there's a lot of fans. I'm not that vocal about it because people hate on Twitter. Chases <laughs> they can make it to the to, to the to world championship and they lose. But hey, congratulations to them. So, <laughs> anywho. Um, so, you know, going back to the game, we saw who do you think are like maybe like two, the top two, three key players for Leon that Chivas has to worry about going into the first leg of the semifinal? Um, so interesting enough, you know, when you look at when you look at Leon and why they've been successful this, this year, it's, it all goes through Luis Montes. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's the best player in the guy, Mekis. Did not show up in the in you know in these past two games against Puebla. In fact, a little bit in the second game, but that first game, um, the midfield, I think you guys, the positives that happened with Fernando Altran and Jesus Molina, what you guys did to America was, is something positive going forward, but it's going to be a lot harder because Aquino and, and Luis Montes, when they're on, they are on. So I think Chivas just has to look at the wings and there it is, right? You already see a COVID case of Avion Ramirez. That's Antuna on one side. You don't have Bisuela on the other, but it's always going to be looking at those keys. Um, what Chicote did against uh, in America, although it's impressive, I was surprised that three goals like that, a guardado to memo almost, you know, yeah. it, it, it was just, I don't know if they can replicate that again. But now, it, you know, Leon is looking at the fact that, it, hey, that now is going to come in. So uh, for Leon, in order for them to, to do well, is continue to have the defensive mindset that they had. Um, play the game that they love to play, having the possessions, which I think is going to be, uh, you know, kind of what America tried to do and pressure and, and Chivas just pressuring, pressuring, pressuring. Leon's going to do really well containing the ball, passing 
the old, you know, tiki-taka, like, as <laughs> that we like to call it in, in Leon. Um, and I think one of the most important uh, pieces for Leon is Angel Mena, who's been criticized, right, uh, for not having the greatest liguillas when it comes to Leon, doing great in the season and all of a sudden not necessarily, you know, scoring the goals. But if you look at, in you know, in the last 14 uh, plays, jugadas of, you know, of goal, Angel Mena has been a part of it with nine goals and five assists and he leads I think he's second in Liga Mekis and he's already scored two this Liga so uh, it's a different Leon already uh, as far as you know the players because it looks like the players you know kind of disappeared that, that were doing really well uh, but what kind of worries me is that when Leon gets so super overconfident like they'll be fine that you know something happens when they don't necessarily you know tighten up where they need to know that they need to win and they need to you know win at every at every ball. That's when Leon kind of gets lazy and then it just kind of happens. And it's a perfect perfect game for for Chivas. What I like about this is that I think Leon, even though they are favored, Chivas is coming in an emotional high, beating America, and they are you know they they got nothing you know they have everything to lose because it's Chivas. Leon, at the same time, the pressure is there. But uh, I don't necessarily think that they're coming in going like we can 100% beat Chivas, and that's good. The minute that we become once again a on, on big games, Leon just kind of gets carried away. It happened, you know, against Puebla in the very first game. It happened, for example, in the Concacaf Champions against LAFC. You know, so it's I think it's good that that Chivas is coming in with such a strong mentality and saying we just beat America and we're ready for Leon. So it's, I think it's gonna be an exciting game. You know, it's funny. It's funny you said that the whole Chivas having that mentality. I think that's probably what makes me feel confident about mm-hmm. Chivas. It's is that we are coming off the America game and the team is riding that high. Maybe the belief and and with the future starting to grow more and more each game. Whereas maybe if they don't, if they would have played somebody else, like uh, I don't know, like if they would have played like a Puebla and then they go against Leon, maybe I would have been a little bit more worried. But that's probably what makes me confident. I yeah. didn't say that. It's it's the fact that they're coming off the Super Classico. It should because that's exactly how Chivas grows, and that's if you look at that Almeida, you know, season, you know, it's it's a where true. where they came from. It's they just keep growing and growing and growing. You, you know, uh, the beat America already uh, on triumph for the season, right? It, you already have that like great. We're doing amazing. Like that's exactly what Chivas is kind of starts growing. You beat America. You beat Leon. And that's it. The pressure is like there. There's no way like you cannot finish the season without winning the whole season. So you're beating the best team. You're beating your rival. Now you just gotta be Cruz Azul. <laughs> you know it's <laughs> funny. Like I called that. I called that when we played them in that little preseason tournament. Yeah. And they beat us in the final where the ref called a penalty like in the literally yeah. like, the last minute. I was like, I want Cruz Azul in the playoffs. Yeah. I was like, that's who I want. So I hope. I hope it plays out that way. I know you don't want that, but I'm hoping. No, no, no. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it's funny. It's obviously I want Leon to win. If it doesn't, it, the storyline of Chivas, you know, I put now my press side on it on what's gonna sell, what's gonna, <laughs> what's gonna the world's gonna see, and Chivas going through is 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 a major story, right? People are gonna be looking at it, and then if it's Cruz Azul. Right, right, and it's yeah. like they get second again. Chivas wins it, right? Or on the other side, Chivas couldn't, you know, they let yeah. Cruz Azul almost, and 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 the storyline is Cruz Azul finally gets, you know, a championship. I believe the last championship they had was against Leon, if I'm not mistaken. Really? So it, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think. I, I don't know why I have that in my head, but anyway, but uh, but it's it's a crazy story. So um, 
I haven't been this excited for Liga Mekis because Tigres is finally out. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, ah, Tigres is probably going to win or Monterrey or, you know, whatever, where it's like, even when America wins, it's, you know, it, the whole kind of, you know, everyone's looking to see that the team that America has and now they're out. So it should be, you guys are, are, are definitely growing in there. And it's, I think it's an exciting time for Chivas. And if you don't, uh, you know, for whatever reason, you're going to lose to the best team. Obviously you're still, you know, you know, uh, obviously you're going to be, <laughs> I don't want it to happen, but uh, you beat America, so it's you got you got something to look for for next season. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm cautiously optimistic for the series because <laughs> I, I think honestly on Wednesday, I think it's just going to be Busetich telling the team to sit back and get that nil nil draw. I think that's what I would like you to get the Buse bus. Yes, yes, yes. and then the you know go to camp, camp no and away and label off the away goal because. Away goals complicate things so much for teams. Yeah. And even, yeah. even or chase like a 1-0 win on Wednesday, because that's what I think is going to happen. Chivas 1-0, but I won't be mad, and I'll be happy at a 0-0 draw. But I want a 1-0 win, because that away goal, once you hit it, you force them to play three goals, and Chivas, like they did against America, you know, they didn't have to take the game to them. They were just like, all right, America, let's see what you got. And, you know, surprisingly, Chivas did take the game and looked like the better team for the first maybe 20 minutes of the second leg so if they can repeat that against Leon by all means let's just go in there with a draw or a 1-0 win and a shootout at camp no let's you know make it a fun exciting game for everybody it could be you know it could be what kills it because that's exactly what Leon wants you know Chivas to do because that's the game that they love to play so if if Lucid comes out Waiting for that nil nil. That's what Puebla did. Not not saying that obviously Puebla is yeah. a much worse team, but if there's a team that can, you know, break down that the bus, you know, the, the this waiting in the counter is is a team like Leon. So it's I think it's going to be interesting. Um, if they frustrate Leon though, if Chivas all if Leon keeps trying in its first half and in nothing 70th minute, and Leon is just frustrated they can't do it. This is where Chivas all of a sudden counters, you know, and and we've seen that. Where um, Leon could automatically just drop, just automatically drop, and and Chios can get a goal in there, and it'll be really hard. But yeah, I mean, we have we have Antuna, who's just like a speed, all speed, and you know, count, perfect counterattack player for Chivas. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he lacks sometimes finishing, but he can create the opportunity. So I think that's what we should bank on going into at least the first game. The second game probably is going to be more fought out, but. First game so might has, just be like a chess match between Busetich and Ambris. Yeah. So has uh finally Antuna met expectations for Chivas fans? Uh, oh, I think definitely met them. Maybe some people yeah. would say that he exceeded them because uh, yeah. I think him and Vega were like I think what what was the number Luis? Was it like seventy percent, sixty percent? They were like responsible for yeah, they, they're sixty or seventy percent of our offense, like either assists yeah. or goals. So. Him and Vega just carried the team offensively. And, um, you know, now that Vega had been hurt, everybody was like, Antuna's the guy that's gonna car- that has to step up and carry us. And, yeah, he got off to a rough start. I remember, you know, we bring up when the fans yeah, booed him off the pitch against Cruz Azul and he left the pitch crying. And, you know, to bounce back, like, the way he has <laughs> is, is amazing, you know. Like, I thought they had just broken him mentally and that was it. But he's done he great. He went out to party. He went out to party. I don't know what expectations like I had of him to know if like he met them, but to me well, like when, I, when the move came out, and I guess that's my question, right? right? Lake Galaxy, is he good enough to play with Chivas? 
and I was like, dang, I don't know. I was excited. I was definitely excited because I saw him playing in that. I think it was a Slovenia tournament with, with the Mexico team. What got him to move to to Europe? Mm-hmm. So I I saw him back when he still belonged to Santa, and I was like, damn, that's a player I would want at Chivas one day. But then you know he goes to Europe, goes to MLS, and then you know it's down, it's a downgrade in his career. So I didn't know what expectations I had, but I was excited for him. And to me, just the fact that he's our most our most dangerous player, and he's such a threat with his speed. Like to me, I've I've been pretty happy with his, how he's been at Chivas. Yeah, well, good, good, good. No, I think he as he's met expectations. If, I mean. You guys win this tournament, you guys win this Liga, and it's Antuna who had a big part in it, so it'd be huge. That's that's what a buy. Who would have thought that, you know, playing against Slat with Slatan all of a sudden, you know, moves to Chivas and then wins a championship? Yeah, That'd be, that would be crazy. And him, it's not just him; it's a few of the other young players. Because I think over the past few weeks, Angulo's been been stepping into a role where he's kind of kind of taking control of the game a little bit more than usual and then Chicote Calderon with the performance he has against America it's like now we're seeing these signings start to perform when they matter that's true I think Antuna too like a lot of expectation was built off of the, his price tag I think because it, it was rumored that, that they cup. paid 10, mil, 10 million dollars for him and everyone was like when he first started they're like he's not performing like a 10 million dollar player and we said on the pod like you gotta give this kid some time he's, he's only what like 20 so we have to give him time to work himself into yeah. into the team, learn how Chivas plays, and I I think he was one of the few players that kind of possibly benefited from no fans being in the stadium because it kind of just takes that pressure off, especially after being booed off the pitch by your own fans. Like you don't have the crowd anymore; you don't have to worry about how they're gonna react. It's just I'm gonna play how I play, and you know if it works, it works. And I think I think that's done great for us. So I think he's definitely a key player going into into the Leon matchup. I think our midfield is going to have to be, like we so said, you know, Leon can break us down. That midfield is going to have to be, have to have like a perfect game. Molina, probably, yeah. probably Beltran is going to start along with uh, Lalo Torres. And Lalo Torres is just a kid that got called up off of the Tapatio squad. So for him to have to step into such a big game also is like huge pressure for him. Your boy Ponce is going to need a big game too. <laughs> he had a good game against America in the second who's, game. Ponce? Who's the right winger for... Uh, Leon, we thought. Is that um, Avion yeah. Ramirez? Yeah, well, he moves up. So it's... That's going to be such an... That midfield's going to be such an interesting matchup, man. Because yeah. I, 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 I want to see what... I think what Buse... See, but that was there does. when we played week one. Yeah. He, he, he had COVID back then and Gallito Vasquez started. I would he say wasn't Calderon, there and Antuna wasn't there. Yeah. Calderon moves up como de doble lateral with Ponce and Molina. Yeah. Like you said, Ponce's going to have a, a huge... It'd be interesting to see what happens. I mean, if you, know, now I, I had in my notes, you know, Ramirez, but if he was, you know, I would say what Fernando does too, and kind of like that doble cinco that he does to con- contain and help and and that help move over for Antuna because Antuna's going to wreck havoc. So it's it, it's going to be cool, like you said, it's going to be a chess match. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, you got uh, Luis. You bring up the uh, regular season game. I mean, it was first of all, it was a season opener, so I feel like. We can't take anything from that, especially now that it's Liguilla and the teams have changed so much. It's been like, four months when I saw yeah. that. I was like, damn, it was a four months. And in that game, man, I missed like three clear chances. So we, we said on the on our last recording, Luis, Leon should have watched this in that game. It was just, yeah, man, I, man, I missed, man, I missed three clear chances. And, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling that if we give him those chances uh, in the semifinals, he's not going to miss them. 
Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, it was a completely different team. Saldivar started. It was like a four-four-two. Ben, I was the coach. It was a completely. Di- it's hard to go based off that game to judge. Like four months ago, it's just impossible to judge what's going to happen in this game. Yeah, that, that game's that. a complete wash. You can't you can't study that game and learn stuff. Masi has missed off the post. Oh, that's right. Masi is going to come back. Yeah, he'll, he'll be on but the him bench. Missing, him missing has been pretty on brand this season. <laughs> him missing is on brand on any important game. <laughs> I he's kind of a lot of a lot of the fan base is kind of like you know keep keep Macias out because we've kind of looked a lot better without him on the pitch. Like I don't I know what it is about him, but he kind of well how do how do I say it? Like he chops up play. Like it doesn't. He's not fluid when he's on the pitch. It's like it's looked a lot more too. fluid with Saldivar or even with Oribe, which was a huge surprise. So uh-huh. a lot of fans are like, mm, you know, uh, I know Tom tweeted a. Uh, couple of weeks ago that Macias was back in training and he'll be back for the game and there was like not one reply to that tweet that was like yes Macias <laughs> is back everybody's like damn we don't need him like maybe he should keep sitting out and like so yeah it's, I want to uh, know what Weasel thinks since he was since he was at Leon it was a big right. part of Leon look um, what happened because I've gone back and looked at the you goal. guys ruin our players <laughs> what happened <laughs> Peña it's like it it's like these, we have these great players that no one thinks about all of a sudden, right? Oh, well, first of all, Macias, you know, was in Chivas, and then he didn't. Then we took it out, and then it's like, Gallito Vasquez, you know, moving out. It's it's Macias. All these great players that Leon kind of sells out, and then they don't do well anywhere else. And then just kind of get mad. Well, well Gallito, Gallito won, won the championship. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Where's he but at I now? Don't, I don't know I'm doing that. Well, look, Gallito's not well, even We had to get rid of him. Remember, <laughs> like, he was part of that. The Alpano exactly. Kids. Yeah. This is what I'm telling you, guys. Ito Vasquez having problems off the field. The guy was like the <laughs> most razor edge, like strict. Like the guy, now he's he's off. Partying. Party? Yeah. Ito Vasquez is party, man. And the guy yeah. never said a word. <laughs> Maybe he was babysitting the players when he, he was did, the oldest he one. Did say, he did say a word on the Chivas bus when he was uh, celebrating. I don't know if you've seen that clip, Weasel. They asked him, Por qué te dicen el gallito? He had, a very, he had a very animated response that I'm not going to say on the pod. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want our sponsors to drop us. <laughs> but yeah, we, we do kind of... I, I I don't know if it's the, the pressure of playing at Chivas or what whatever, but like Guli Peña was a, was a bust for us. Macias hasn't panned out. Gallito did well. No, Gallito did well, yeah. Um, and who, oh, there was well. another Leon player, uh, the left back. Um, oh, I forget his name right now. Left back? He was Ooh. part of the championship um championship well, squad. Neso uh, Calderon? No, no, not, no, not Neso Calderon. Calderon. Uh, Aris, Aris Hernandez. Oh, Aris he was a Leon yeah. player, he and he good. won the championship with us too. Yeah, he was crucial yeah. in that, and then he sucked the next year after. Yeah, or his, I mean, he got older too. Yeah, he was old, so his, his speed declined. But he, but he yeah, was we don't crucial in the in the championship. We don't ruin all of them. Just yeah, some. not all of them. Fifty fifty. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying that it's not like. When it, when they, when great players play in Leon, it, it doesn't necessarily translate into other teams. Do you think? Do you think it, playing at Chivas is is the pressure gets to Macias or not? What do you think? Because he has said flat out, there's no way that playing at Chivas I have any I feel any pressure. He's like I've scored everywhere at every level, so I I can't explain it because the the, the he, shots he's missing are the ones that he would score in Leon. Like yeah. they're pretty clear chances. I think it's just. The chances that he got with Leon lap that season were Leon won twelve, you know, in a row. You know, where Mena was just doing amazing. He had amazing players around him too. Um 
And it could be. I mean, going from Leon, where, yeah, you by Tuesday we're over any loss, right? Because it's not like that's true. You know, it's and the hype the whole time. I mean, yeah, I think it does. I think it has to do it. And some players cry off the field, right? <laughs> and so, or, so, or some players, you know, they. I think he, you know, he's still an amazing player, and I think he's gonna do well when he plays. And you, he, you know. But there is a little bit of a pressure that when you go to a team like America and Chivas players, you know, they they have to keep performing at the level. And at the same time, everyone outside of when when, when he went to Chivas, now they knew who he was. Not that it, they, they weren't, they didn't know, but it was like, nah, this is Macias kid, this is Macias kid, this is Macias kid. And all of a sudden, all right, give you a great season. And now, you know, at Chivas, um, you weren't at that. Man, if you're looking at it, you're, you're judging Macias too in the first seven games of Chivas. What would you rate Chivas in the first seven games? You know, there was just so it's. it's you guys uh, want to give us thirteen million for him though? I'm just <laughs> we're, we're here for it. <laughs> no, you can have him back. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not you know it's not it's not like Leon are like miracle workers though. You guys did take Godinez from us, and mm-hmm. he hasn't seen the light of day at Leon. So, you know. oh, is that where he's at? Yeah, he's he's on the bench. He doesn't play for them, but he was yeah, like Godinez for us. <laughs> ruined, uh... <laughs> we ruined. I don't know about that, but hey, he did score but... a banger in a goal, in a classico, so he has that going Let's for see. him. <laughs> but um, I think I think we did a good job uh, previewing players and stuff. I think you know, it's safe to make predictions for the game. I know Let's... I already know Luisa's prediction, but uh... <laughs> Luisa, what she... do you what do you think, Luisa? Luisa? Um, uh, I think. Normally, I'm really bad at. If there's one thing that I never like predict is Leon because it, Leon's always been a team that scores for or gets four scored on. <laughs> like it's just you see these goal differentials. But this year, for some reason, I was like, man, I'm, you haven't had that four-zero loss to Pumas or three-zero to Atlas or something like that. Um, I think this game is gonna be all about, like you said, the chess pieces and Leon is going to want to score right away, you know, and I think it's going to come out because they had such a poor performance in Puebla in that very first game to make a statement <clears throat> to score one and that away, then all that uh, that Nacho Ambriz wants is for Chivas to panic and try to score. So if you saw that America game, you guys played the perfect game, waited, 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 then the amazing golazos, right? But then yeah. uh, then you, you stopped again. It was like, it's up to you, America. And America had that pressure. Leon's going to want to give... Chivas that pressure and I think that's where Chivas is going to try to struggle so for that, that very first game I'm thinking I don't see that many goals because I think Chivas has a great defense too um, in fact I almost on my preview against America I said Chivas I think won the, you know had a better defense than than, than America on, on the players that are there so yeah, Amir has been outstanding exactly yeah and I'm just like man look 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 at what Chivas, Chivas has so uh, but that's that's a good against, against one of the best offenses so I'm going to go for a 1-0 Leon in the very first game because um, I don't think Chivas is going to try to score unless you know Chicota all of a sudden from like does it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, but the expected goal rate on um, like he took nine shots in the whole series. Expected goal rate was twelve percent. So yeah, he's not going to replicate it. Or hey, if he does, I don't, I do not mind at all. <laughs> uh, if he has it now, he's confident, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean that's that's the cool thing about the confidence of a player, especially if someone like that, where you've scored three golazos, you know. Right. Now, now and you it's saw like it with each goal. Yeah, and and 
I went back and you know if you play soccer and you go back, I was going back the way you hit it. You take it, it honestly felt like you know somebody in Europe like you know I'm just like I'm like dude Cristiano Ronaldo scores like this like I don't want to hype it up too much, <laughs> but yeah. the way he hit the ball and the way that it went under like the the curb underneath like you don't see that from Liga MX players like those goals were wow and like I said it reminded me right away from what 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 you just, too man you tweeted that well you could tweet yeah. it. Yeah, I tweeted. Yeah, I think me, exactly me and Naive both tweeted. Reminded, yeah. I was it like, dude. Me of Guardado when he was at Atlas. Yeah, I'm just like, oh <laughs> my have nightmares. <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh. Pobre Ochoa. Really quick, I haven't said this. I haven't tweeted out, and this will be like a CDN special because you guys are Chivas fans. Oh, here we but go. is is Guard is Guillermo Ochoa like the keeper that's been scored on most in, than any other goalkeeper in like Mexico? Like somebody needs to look that up because it. Because I feel like all the horrible defeats against Pino, against Ochoa. <laughs> if you fi- wait for the selection or just in general, I think maybe in general. Yeah. If you follow America fans, I think so. Well, it's true. I, I think in general because when he went to France, he got scored on a ton. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's taken and a couple of seven team, nil, seven nil uh, beatings though. <laughs> I think. I feel bad. I feel bad for him, man. He I should have been on a good team. He should have been on a good team. Yeah. I I think if you look at. <laughs> totally on a tangent now, but if, <laughs> if you look at players with the most games, right, like goalkeepers, because he's up there, he's been playing since he was forever. Like the most yeah. games, and you and you look at like a goal, I bet you he's up there in like in the top of score of goals being scored up. I wonder if you can look that up. Yeah, I don't know how. I was even I was gonna try. I was like, wait, how do I do that? Like, do I took? Yeah, that's a lot of goalkeepers. I don't know. Maybe somebody in there will. We'll find out. But anyway, um, yeah, Ochoa. Still, I think one of the best, our best keeper ever in the Mexican national team over, even over Jorge Campos. But anyway. Ooh, uh, spicy. And, and, <laughs> to end it, to end it, <laughs> to give you guys out there. Pero, yeah, I'll go with 1-0. What do you guys say? Good evening. Uh, I'm yeah. going go, to go 1-0 the other way, in the, especially in the first game. Ooh. I do think, I think our defense has sort of taken into what Wusatich wants, and it's been outstanding. And I think it's going to continue on Wednesday. Shut out, Leon. I, Shout out Leon? That's it. Like no, no goals for Leon. Is that what you're saying? Nah, I, th- I think they shut out Leon. Ooh. I, think, I, I think. I, I know what you're I, talking about. about I think it's there's crazy. a part of. Um, <laughs> I think there's a part of, like what you said, the classico. I feel like the players are starting to buy into it. You saw if when you brought up Calderon, uh, his goals. Like you see the confidence with each. Maybe he didn't have it that first goal, but with each shot he took after that, you see the confidence growing, and I think sure. you're gonna see the confidence growing within the players as well. Every other player on the team. The defense. The one I'm worried the most about is Ponce. I don't know if Ponce will be able to hold up on the left side. That's Barro's man. He loves Ponce. <laughs> um, I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he, he plays the way he played against America in the second game. Uh, if it does, I think we were able to get a one. Where the goal is going to come from, I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know who's starting at forward. I'm hoping Alexis Vega starts. But if he doesn't, I hope he plays in the second half. I just feel like Antuna's going to break through on one of those plays with his speed on the counterattack. All right, I'm going to go. That is hopeful. I'm going nil-nil. I think nil, it's going to be, yeah, I think Chivas is just going to be happy sitting back. If they create chances, they create them. Maybe they'll take one, but I think it's going to be nil-nil. And, you know, Luis, it goes back to that, that Rayados game where Busatich tried the five-man line, and Monterrey couldn't touch us. Like, they couldn't break it down. I, obviously, Leon has we been playing better. Yeah, that's the thing, though. If he does go with the five-man back line, we kill our offense. Like, we have no offense. We don't create anything. But, um, you know, hey, if we get, like, a lucky early goal, 
go to that five-man back line and just sit back and <laughs> let Leon have to crack it. And, you know, it worked against Monterrey. I think that's why Bucetich tried it. Like, looking ahead to, like, Liguilla, he's like, I got to see how it looks on the field. Because, you know, obviously at practice or whatever, it, it's different. It's not the same rhythm. It's not the same players. You, you know, you're playing against your own players. So I think nil-nil, but I want I want a one-nil win. But I'm going nil-nil. Last time we had a nil-nil was the first game. Yeah. Last time Leon did not – last time there was a nil-nil for Leon was – that very first game back in uh, whenever it was. In... Oh, was it four months ago? Yeah. Yeah. Four that's the last ago. time okay. Leon. That's the last time Leon had a, a zero zero. Have you guys been shut out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cruz Azul beat us, I think, on the third week two zero. Um. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We have. But that. But that's the thing. Like, for a zero zero, and I think this is why it's might not happen because when Leon just. It could either I, I I if it's if I have to like rank it, it's either gonna be one zero Leon, one zero Chivas, and then zero zero. Yeah. Because because I think um when Leon just gets they push and they push and they push. They get right. Frustrated. They get frustrated and then a perfect counter from the other team. That's how they you know, that's how they score. So um other than I think that, that I, th- I think Monterrey was the only shutout. No, you know what? I'm sorry, there was a Juarez was a zero zero, but I think in that game there was a red card. To that, Leon was like, "All right, had enough." <laughs> so let's pack it up and go home. Forget it. Let's go. But so yeah, so I think there's definitely going to be goals scored, um, unless Chivas does an amazing job. I could see it too. I don't know about it. Actually, you're right. Now they kind of look at it. Chivas just like holds it, holds it, holds it, and then doesn't have enough to score one. Leon just doesn't get through. That yeah, very just... first, that the first, the first half is going to be exciting. Yeah, I know. Molina, me, Molina's going to be key. Right. Least... Montes worries me against Molina because Molina's slow. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. He's slow. Mm-hmm. He's smart, but he's a little slow. So that's what worries me. In the midfield, needs to just step it up, just like he, the Montes that we need. But, but it's gonna got, be a fun game, man. You got Nene. Nene might man mark Montes. That's yeah, what I think is gonna happen. For. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen. Oh, and people still man mark, man. It's like <laughs> <laughs> you have to. It, it works, as man. Will, as Guido Pizarro when, when Orbelin bandmarked him in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right, man. I think, do you want to make predictions for the second leg? I mean, I don't think we should because it all depends on it's the first hard. leg. It's hard without yeah. knowing the first game. It's it all depends on the first leg. But I, I think I, I think Chivas advances. We're going, Ooh, we're going to the final. What are you going to say? No? I mean, in your own, in your own <laughs> hey, podcast. Hey, Varo's Varo the one. Varo I'm, I'm usually the realistic one. one. I, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually like pick against Chivas sometimes. So, But I, I don't know. It just it goes back to that feeling of like 06. Because the, the crazy thing is the team ended with the same record. The same amount of wins, losses, and draws. Mm. They got in through Repechaje. They knocked out America. And then they God, beat Cruz Azul through that. They beat Veracruz, and then the final they beat um Taluca. That game was such so a good game. It's like I don't know. It's like deja vu. It might be history repeating itself. So the problem is that you don't have a buffalo, bro. Like like who's up there we right now? We have an Oliver Peralta, right? Okay, okay. show right, some right, respect, yeah. man. We didn't have a buffalo when we won in 2017. Like yeah, that true. team had no That's business true. We had winning. Carlos Guerrero. Yeah, That's true. That's true. That team also had no business winning the championship. <laughs> when we won, I was like, "What the hell? How did this no, happen?" No, we were all kind of like, "What <laughs> yeah. the heck?" That was where uh, Almeida got like 
The god status. God status, yeah. And now, where is he? San Jose. He's hoping Chivas, <laughs> he's hoping Chivas loses, so he, he makes his case to come back. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Kusa, man. It's like, if it goes well, Lewis is always... I think he's a great coach. So, we'll see. I think he won with Leon, too. I think it was his first national, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, I think he did. All right, so, yeah, I think yeah, it was Leon and Rayados, right? It all comes full circle. All comes full circle. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be a fun week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's definitely gonna be a fun week. We'll see. You guys should you guys should definitely do some kind of uh, like bet with the. Oh, we should play with, We Song FIFA. <laughs> no, don't do that. You can kill me. You should. You should. You guys should do a bet with uh, the Lions Den podcast con Caritos. You could call them out. Yeah, we'll think, hey, we'll think of them. Change avatars. Whoever wins for a week. Nah, that, I, I don't want to do that. It's <laughs> <laughs> like well, that, then, that then it just <laughs> reminds you of it every time you log on to the account. Exactly. Like, that's we're just why gonna I... be dead for a week. Like no tweaks, nothing. <laughs> Off air for it's a like week. you gotta change you gotta change your avatar and you have to tweet once a day i love leon <laughs> oh wow. that's yeah we should we should think of something to that 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 you imagine the, the imagine Cadi in the lines that every day putting i love you us like for oh, the, or like, varo versus hey, i have tattoo i have a tattoo, like that one guy you got the Chivas tattoo, the Americanista. Dude, that's oh, what I was going to tell crazy. you. Nah. I already have a Chivas Mara, tattoo. I'm good. Tattoo. <laughs> that guy had, I mean, a Chivas tattoo. Like that, whoever made that bet. That's a lot. I was I thinking, friend, like, I had a friend bet me after the first game and I didn't want to take it. Yeah, that's a lot. This is a tattoo, dude. <laughs> this is crazy. a tattoo. Like, I was thinking, I'm like, I was going to throw a tweet out there just to troll, like, the U.S. fans. Be like, hey. Let's do this for the U.S. game. I'll get the U.S. soccer. I think you would hurt them a little bit more if they get a Mexico tattoo, though. Nah, I don't think so. I don't know about that. I don't know, man. Yeah, man and Donovan goal. <laughs> oh, whoa. That still hurts, man. That's, about that all the that's time. Weasel's guy. He has a Leon Donovan jersey. Oh, it's not. <laughs> I forgot he put a Leon. I'm so pissed with that. Oh, Varo don't want to talk about that because he's a USA fan. He has a jersey. <laughs> I have a US jersey. Yes, I do. It was because we were going to my friends went to a game and they it was like twenty bucks. It's an actual like official jersey. I was like, ah, when are you gonna find a jersey for twenty bucks? I've I've worn it like to that game. That's it. As a Mexico yeah. fan, I can't. I can't. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, okay. All right, I'll I'll edit that out. Um, I think it's time to wrap this up. We still have the TikTok though. Oh, that's I do true. have. I, you I, had a I, USA I, I, jersey I, on. I, I, that, that one I, TikTok that I edited. <laughs> was that you? Who edited? Yeah, that was me who edited. It. Yeah, when I put the I put the Michael Jordan. Yeah, dude, that was funny. That was funny. I like it. Like it. <laughs> the um, he's not a bard. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. So my my friends are U.S. fans. I'm like, hey, let me, do you have? It's that ugly U.S. jersey with that looks like a paleta. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can I borrow it for a TikTok? He's like, well, that's why it's so big on me, all right? Like, look at it. Look at it. It's pretty big. So. No, no, no. Um, well, yeah. All right. So, Chivas Leon. Uh, we're gonna upload this in the morning. So tonight, Chivas Leon at ten o five Eastern Standard Time, seven o five Pacific. And then second leg on Saturday night at 10 Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. 7 Pacific Standard Time. 
Yeah, and we know what to do Saturday night. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully it's a good series. Uh, you know, may the best team win. And uh, we'll be back after the Cuba Leon series with another episode. Thank you. We are out.